I guess, about bringing those really good, high-quality training events back um, because I think for us especially, that's where it all began. And This is Property Investory where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset and strategies. I'm Tyrone Shum and in this episode, we're delighted to be talking to Dean Parker, an IT consultant turned property investor. Playing at the hands of risk and chance, he turned his experiences into lessons and chose to develop his own property development business. Continue listening to find out how taking this opportunity changed his life. Parker created his own business after getting a taste of the property investment life. Yeah, my name's Dean Parker. Uh, I'm the director of Your Style Homes. That's our uh, our business name. Uh, we are, uh, I guess, uh, or myself, I'm a property investor uh, full-time. I was formerly IT, but I've been able to um, get out of the IT industry uh, and uh, be a full-time property, I guess, investor slash educator slash developer. So, um, that's what I generally spend my time doing. A day in the life of Parker consists of mentoring clients and applying both the management and renovation knowledge he has obtained from his property investment journey to their experiences. We have a team of eight staff. Uh, we are running our projects. So, we have uh, residential and I guess commercial projects that we undertake. Uh, and so, we're managing those projects. And at the same time, uh, we're now running some educational events to try and help other people, uh, I guess, run or get into property and to be effective uh, in property and to not lose money and to hopefully make some money along the way. Uh, But we also offer property management services to our clients as well. So I guess what we're trying to do is is offer a full turnkey system where people can, can, I guess, First, meet us via potentially an education event, um, whether that be a first home buyer event or a property investing event. Uh, they can then have a look at the type of properties that we uh, offer um, to our clients. And then if they decide to go ahead with something, uh, we can also offer property management services because I guess I got frustrated handing our properties over to uh, property managers who weren't doing a very good job at it. So, uh, yeah, we decided to do that ourselves um, so we could offer the best possible service. Originally born in Ballarat, Victoria, Parker started off his schooling locally and initially faced a sickness back then no one knew about. I was born in Ballarat in regional Victoria and stayed there, I think, till I was about grade two or grade three. Uh, I missed, I think, almost all of grade two because I had... um, I had a, I got salmonella, which was a um, a disease. Well, it wasn't really, it was a sickness, let's call it, that no one really knew about at the time. Um, and although it wasn't contagious, um, and although I did get very sick from it, um, was in hospital for a significant amount of time, um, I, I missed the whole of grade two, I think, because, um, again, because it wasn't very well known at the time, um, I ended up having to, I was basically stopped from going to school. So I did schooling from home that year. But then uh, the year after we moved to, to Melton, which was um, 
I guess, probably about an hour out of the city, out of Melbourne. Um, and that's where I, I guess, finished off my primary schooling and did all of all of my high school. So after, say, school, you went to primary school, then jump into high school. Did you go to university to study for anything for the IT or did you go out and start working in IT? No, I went from high school straight into uni and did a double degree. So I went to Deakin Uni down in Geelong and did a Bachelor of uh, Commerce, majoring in accounting and management and also a Bachelor of Science, majoring in information systems. Parker was not exposed to the world of property from his parents. However, he knew that unlike them, he needed a way to leverage his income in order to gain a better quality of life than what he had experienced as an adolescent. We never had a real lot of money. My, my parents weren't tertiary educated or anything like that. My old man had worked at Australia Post for a lot, long time and my mum was a nurse, so there was not like there was a whole heap of, um, I guess, education or anything passed down. Um, and not to say that like I'm, I'm not happy about that from them. It's just they didn't know what they didn't know. So, um, so yeah. So from that point of view, um, it was probably just fundamentally from from my parents, I guess being being a good person, doing the right thing. I guess that's what we got from them. But realistically, property was more about just the fact that it was it was something familiar. I mean, everyone lives in a house. You sort of understand how it works a bit. So um, I guess that works. But shares were were pretty foreign. That was like another language to me. So um, I. I thought property was a was an easier thing to get into. He struggled to maintain an interest in his chosen career of IT. Although he was making something out of his education, he found that at the end of the day, he ultimately wasn't fulfilled. I wouldn't say I was happy being an IT person, probably. Um, I went there be, probably because it was an interest at the time and I guess my parents had probably... We never really had a lot of, of money as a family. Um, and my mum always wanted me to go off and educate myself and, and I guess try to create a better life. So, um, yeah, I went, went to uni and did that sort of course um, probably because, yeah, as, as I said at the time, it was an interest. But I guess it, I wasn't a big fan of sitting behind a, a desk day in, day out, um, just working on computer programs, which is basically what I was. So I was a, a web designer to start with and then went into a... I guess a system analyst role, so I'd go into businesses and actually help to help them define their systems and then um, actually build them for them. So um, I guess that's what I was doing. But yeah, I guess it wasn't overly exciting. So I, I was always looking for something else. But the I guess that property thing came about because um, I realised that we were it was going to take forever to save up for a dwelling. So it was it was more about let's have a look at property and, and see what we can do there and see if we can make some money in that way. Parker's launch into the property investment world started when he realised the income he was accumulating from his job was not enough for him to secure a comfortable future with his wife. I was an IT person, my wife was an IT person and we were looking for a way to, I guess, improve our lives and I mean, when I say improve our lives, we're both on reasonably good salaries um we were in a position though where we had finance cars and we're saving trying to save for a house and um we realized that we were probably going backwards rather than forwards so um we figured that we had to do something different outside of our jobs in order to um save for a deposit quickly so we were looking at 
all sorts of things, shares and anything that we could find at all to um, to try and make some money. Um, and I guess it was through uh, the first book, or not first book, but the main book that I probably, um, I guess, had a, a significant liking to was Steve McKnight's book, Zero to 130 Properties, in three and a half years. So I guess that particular book um, was full of really good, educational content and then uh, Steve at that time was running educational events and uh, although we'd been to probably at least a dozen if not more um, different speaking events trying to find I guess a solution to making more money um, and quicker um, Steve was probably the first guy that we met that seemed to be very legitimate um, and had really good content so for me now um, because I don't think there's anyone really out there doing that. And I know Steve uh, doesn't do live events anymore himself. Um, we want to basically, I guess, fill that void and provide those live education events to people um, based on actually experience of what we've done over the last 14 years. And that's, um, yeah, we've, we've done a fair bit in the last 14 years. So I'm happy to really looking forward to passing that information on. Coming up after the break, we'll delve into Parker's journey as a full-time property developer. So we moved in with my parents and swallowed a pretty bitter pill and um, stayed there for, I think, almost a year to save up some money um, to in order to buy another property. The best moment is property investment journey thus far. That particular deal allowed me then to take a year off work because we just earned a year of salary. How we invest into property in the most efficient way possible. We made sure that we that we made decisions that were for the future and not for the now. And that's next. I'm Tyrone Shum and you're listening to Property Invest Story. Are you looking at buying or investing in property? Unsure of where and what to buy? Many investors in the community have raised these questions frequently. That's why I've created a property sourcing service to help investors like yourself find investment opportunities at wholesale prices to add to your new or existing portfolio. I'm currently accepting expressions of interest. To apply, visit propertyinveststory.com.au. Now back to the show. The risk of entering into property development as a full-time career is difficult to comprehend for those who have not educated themselves properly. I can remember, I guess, going to off all these education events and one of the things that Steve would always say um, early on was that you're going to find that people are going to probably knock you down more than more than support you because they don't understand what's going on and, and that was definitely the case for us early on. Um, most of our friends and family just didn't understand what we were doing and thought we were probably going to some cult rather than, um, I guess, going somewhere to, to educate ourselves and better our lives. So, um, And realistically, they still don't really understand it, I guess. Um, and that's, I mean, we went with, once we started in that education thing and, and, and learnt that that support network was really great. Through all the success, Parker recalls one of his riskier moments as a first-time property investor. So at the time... There was a seven thousand dollar first homeowners grant that uh, that we could get. So what we did that I think we paid seventy seven thousand dollars for that unit, and the grant was seven thousand, and we got a ninety five percent loan, which meant we needed about three thousand seven hundred dollars or whatever it was as a deposit. 
Uh, there was some lenders' mortgage insurance in there and some legal fees, but I'm pretty sure on settlement day we actually got paid like $800 or something for settling that property. So we didn't put any of our own money into it at all. So the grant paid for the deposit um, and the bank paid for the rest. So from that point of view, that was the only way we could really get into the into the market. The plan was to live in it, um, but as I said, I lost my job just prior to settling it and we actually, I don't know how I convinced Elise to do it because we'd only really just started dating not that long earlier, but um, we actually moved back into my parents' um, house. Yeah, so we, this first property that was really a step backwards anyway because we were living in, in South Bank in Melbourne having this great life. We've got this realisation that we can't afford it. Um, we've gone and bought this terrible, mouldy, stinky unit in Melton, and then we can't even afford to to move into that because because I lost my job. So, um, so yeah, it wasn't a great start uh, back then, but but that's what we did, and I guess we were willing to we were willing to sacrifice, I guess, to get in, and that's probably one thing looking back. And I guess if you talk about help, like helping people out, that's it's definitely one thing that we did. We um we made sure that we that we made decisions that were for the future and not for the now. And, and that was part of that. So we, yeah, as I said, we moved in with my parents and swallowed a pretty bitter pill and um, stayed there for, I think, almost a year to save up some money um, to in order to buy another property. One of the biggest aha moments for Parker was when he was challenged by his mentor to buy something out of his comfort zone. I remember um, I'd, I'd actually seen a block of four units uh, that was for sale and I, it was right at the end I went, I can't afford this. So, like, Even though it's a really good positive cash flow deal, I can't do it. But I'd gone back to, to report back and I was telling people about this block of units and, and Dave Bradley uh, and Steve overheard me um, and I can remember one of them, I think it was Steve, um, challenged me basically and said, Dean, that's probably the best positive cash flow deal that anyone's found and you left it there like what's going on i said well i don't have enough money to buy it and i remember the words were if the deal's good enough the money will come and those words have stayed with me forever because we've i guess we've never i've bought hundreds of properties and and not necessarily ever had the money to to settle them at the time i've bought them but i've always been able to find a way because um, if the deal's good enough, the money's gone. So what happened was he said, you've got 10 minutes to call that agent and buy it yourself. Otherwise, I'm going to do it. As in, I'll buy it myself and you'll miss <laughs> out on it. I'm like, all right, well, there's a challenge. So yeah, I called up the agent and bought the property. Um, and I think it was, we paid $82,000 for four two-bedroom units in Tokoroa. And they were rented for $115 each. So this was like 400 and 60 bucks of income on 80 grand so it was a huge yield um and better than anything that was going on out there and um through talking to all these agents during that week i've realized that there was one agent that was selling property um based on yield so that that particular property um, we sold about four months later for i think 170,000. um because we'd gone to an agent that was a city agent that was selling stuff purely based on return. So um, he said, I can get you 12% return and we might have bought the thing for 19 or 20%. I can't remember exactly what it was, but so we just gave it to him and he sold it. So we did nothing. I don't think I even went through the property at all. Um, and we made about 70 or 80 grand um, after all costs. And, and that, so one, it taught me about, 
if the deal is good enough, the money will come. But that particular deal allowed me then to take a year off work because we just earned a year of salary um, basically in that one deal to actually take that next step to go, you know what, we're going to do this full time. So um, that was definitely um, a, a, a moment that, that definitely changed our life, that's for sure. And if you want to call it an aha moment, that, def- that was definitely something that happened at that time. So, inspired by Dean Parker's story, we'll keep the conversation going in a future episode where we'll discuss the strategy for successful property investment. Look, it's mindset, but it's, I guess, fundamentally across the board, it's education. Details on his property investment habits. I think one thing that Elise and I are, are, are very good at is just getting something finished. His plans for the future of his business. I'm excited to build that education side of the business, which is new for us. And that's next time in a future episode of Property Investory. Also, are you looking at buying property in 2018? Would you like expert tips and advice on the best ways you can purchase property? Whether you're a new or experienced investor, learn from the experts by downloading the Property Investment Buying Handbook. It contains the best tips and advice from 37 of Australia's leading property experts. Simply visit propertyinveststory.com and subscribe to get your copy right now. Thanks for listening.